Welcome to the Rob Rukin Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Messina. Today I'm joined by Trader Limon, a Bay musician, social worker, and a person who I consider family. Like an older brother. We lived on the same block in San Mateo, California, a city on the San Francisco Bay Peninsula for roughly the first decade of my life. Trader Limon and I talk about musician life, growing up on the SF Bay Peninsula, how to be a park ranger, the difficulties of running your own business, problems facing police, music after the pandemic, connection to God, the music business, the difference between East and West Coast liberals, and being human. Welcome to the Rob Rukin Podcast. I still haven't had a chance to check out the podcast, so I want to check it out. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been dominated by <laughs> by what? By... <laughs> He's been your main guest. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, got a little ugly uh, the last couple of episodes, I guess. Between you and him, or just him and, and the world. Uh, him and well, I'm part of the world, so yeah. <laughs> so, so all of us, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, you know, he's definitely you know an educated person with regards to a lot of the things that are going on in the world, and I I gotta say, like you know, I should be more educated. You know what I mean? But it it it, it can make you you know pretty angry you know and it's kind of like you have to you have to obviously like manage how much you take in you know what i mean and how much that you, that i mean for me anyway i know i do yeah you know, speak for myself but like i i get in those moments of like you know i'm on a like kind of care of like this is going on this is going on fuck you know no yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's no. usually because I'm feeling like angry about something else though and then I like it becomes out as you know I kind of attach to things that I feel like are injustices and, and get angry about them you know but yeah it's, I mean you know there's a lot there is a lot to be angry about yeah no it's true yeah um no yeah it's kind of crazy um like what you're saying is is the uh, the emotional attachment to you know whatever the fuck is making you mad you know like yeah and, yeah and that seems to be like to, to kind of like you know tear at him you know yeah so it's, it's a weird fucking thing well dude it's the, I feel like it's the crux of like all this all that's going on right now it's like you know how when you have like a political conversation with somebody I mean you might not be like this because you I don't know that, I don't know that you get like triggered like this but like like you know when people start talking about like politics it goes it gets emotional within like seconds it gets you know? yeah it escalates really fucking quick 
it gets yeah and because people are attached to their their, ner- their nervous systems are attached to like you know the fight or flight that comes with it you know what i mean and, and it's like it becomes it's it becomes less about the issue and more about whatever that person's kind of issue is you know what i mean and myself included i, I clue myself in there because it happens to me because i know that like when i get triggered like that like i get all like my heart starts beating all fast and yeah. i'm like <laughs> and I, I don't even make any good points i'm like bah, bah, bah. you know like it's just it kind of like it, it takes you it, it, it takes people to their their whatever it is that's triggering them that is is apart from it from yeah politics you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like thing. it's like people like the whole trump thing and like every and, and even like the anti-trump thing you know it's like people get so fucking no, accelerated yeah, it, it's like polarized shit yeah yeah so yeah. polarizing and like it's i mean i don't know man i i'm not gonna pretend to like fully understand it the psychology of it but i do think it is very uh, much rooted in what people's issues are with them deeper in themselves you know yeah yeah it's it's, it's like a, it's like an uh, um i don't know it's like a, an ex- it, it it's like an ex- expansion an uh, uh, amplification of, of whatever the fuck that person's tripping off you know what i mean yeah, yeah. exactly exactly man and i i mean i i've been there <laughs> start, start start posting a bunch of shit a bunch of like woke shit you know and then it's like what am i doing you know like like why am i like feeling the need to like you know assert my wokeness you know what i mean it's like yeah you know yeah. I, i've been going in the opposite direction i'm like dude i don't know shit yeah well i mean uh yeah i, I guess we we, we all got to kind of realize that we don't know shit i mean <laughs> I, 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 I think we go i think we go wrong uh everybody in general goes wrong uh when we start to think that we know so much you know agreed agreed yeah. man yeah it's uh it's kind of like you know just being the being that person that is so sure <laughs> yeah, yeah you know like dude i'm not that sure yeah it's like i i can't attach to anything that i'm that sure about you know except for except for love dude i do i'm that sure about love but no. that's good other than that that's good man <laughs> hey so i had i had a few little like questions to sort of make this appear like a, a, a like a legitimate fucking podcast or so. <laughs> <laughs> not just not just two dudes drinking beer and talking. Yeah, not just two dudes drinking beer and talking. <clears throat> yeah. But um yeah, I wanted to ask you about um your life as a musician and uh and let's see what I was gonna say is is hey, when did you start playing music, dude? Man, um, I think I was 15, 15 or 16. Um, and uh, my, so I was like, I was hanging out with a lot of dudes that, um, that I had like basically kind of like, you know, known since, um, you know, elementary school. Yeah. And um, that were like, 
you know, we we've kind of we kind of gone started into you know the weed and um, and alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I kind of I kind of you know for whatever reason kind of dived in maybe like pretty hard. <laughs> Man, I think I think we you all know, did uh, a little bit more hard than some people. You know, like I I had already been I'd already had like you know like a few different times where I'd like drank way way too much and like yeah. thrown up like badly you know what I mean and and, um, and then this one time I got so so hammered and um, I drank I was drinking Cisco and, and St. Ides and then, and then smoked weed and um, and went blind dude and fucking like and and was in really bad shape and blacked out and all kinds of stuff. So was and that was that what after we moved away from Fifth Avenue? This was yeah yeah exactly. I was in I was yeah. living in Fiesta Gardens at that yeah. point and uh, you know was hanging out with like um, it was like you know Ted and Ramsey the guys some guys from the neighborhood you know um, and I was I was just getting too fucked up man. I mean I was like push I was for some reason like pushing a little bit too like farther you know what I mean and uh, and my dad I remember calling I, I was so fucked up and I called my dad I was like dad come get me Damn. <laughs> it was, was kind of like my, my come to Jesus moment I was in bad shape you know what I mean I was like come get me yeah. and and he was you know he didn't say anything he just came, came and got me and uh, after that he was like man he's like you know you need to you need to stop you know, hanging with these guys and you stop doing this stuff, you know? Yeah. And maybe those guys got a little bit scapegoated too because it was kind of like, you know, he associated them probably with me, you know, fucking myself up. And, uh, and so I got sober at that point. I think it, I was 16 at that point. And um, I got sober um, for, you know, for a couple of years. Um, and I, I actually like got in recovery and I was like in AA. Oh, at 15 or was 16? Six, I was 16. 16? I was 16. And, um, and I kind of like, you know, sort of related to a lot of these, these people in AA, but at the same time, kind of not like a lot of more older dudes. And like some of it was just like, uh, like, you know, this guy's got a breathing tube. Damn. You know, and like, I think we're kind of in different spaces, you know. You, you saw a guy with a breathing tube. I, I saw all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah. I was, I did, I did a meeting at Choke. Okay, Lost. Choke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it was like a bunch of like older seasoned Wait, dudes. Isn't that, that like an like, ironic name for that fucking hospital dude? Fucking Choke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> dude, looking back, man, that place, yeah, that place was a little, a little. No, my, my fucking uh, my mother-in-law. Uh, works there. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably changed. It's probably changed since that time. You know. No, I but think I think it's maintained like this kind of thing where it's like a, it's like the kind of dirty hospital or something. I mean, dude, any any county hospital is you know gonna have its gnarliness. Yeah, but I think like I think like uh, the one uh, downtown. What was the one downtown, San Mateo? Oh right, right, right. The, yeah, yeah, that one's nicer. Yeah, uh, there's nicer, and then they got like the one in like Milbray, it's a little, yes. little nicer too. Yeah, that but, is like, nicer. Yeah, but for some know, reason, it has, has a dark darkness. Yes, for some reason, <laughs> it's like darker. It has, a, has a certain kind of like shining, the shining type. <laughs> the shining. <laughs> 
Hey, so uh, check it out. Like I'm, I'm in the runnings for a position as a park ranger. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's weird. Uh. <laughs> no, that's that dude. That's funny. That was like my preferred when I was like, uh, I don't know when, maybe 13, 14 or something like that. That was definitely the job that I I wanted to have. Actually, uh, up, I think up, I think more when I was like 18. Now that I think about it. Really? But but yes, yeah, dude. I mean, it's a beautiful job, man. Like, I mean, wherever you end up, you know, you can be in such amazing places, you know? And like, if you're gonna be doing that, why not be somewhere <laughs> gorgeous, like for the rest of your life, you know what I mean? Gorgeous yeah, n- no, it's weird. Like, um, um, when I started thinking, well, I, I applied for the fucking job and you know, they made you go through the little hoops and, and I randomly found it on, uh, on uh, on Craigslist, I I wasn't really totally looking for a job, but I was like, you know, I gotta do some legitimate. So I'm working for cash right now, just straight up cash, like, and and you know, I probably could go through legitimate, legitimate routes to like, you know, make my shit taxable or whatever, but it's just not really that that really that um, feasible, I guess, right now. Cause, but anyway, I do like I do like one or two, you know, jobs or big jobs, just straight to a client. For myself, yeah. Or otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I work for Ramon, and uh, and it's just cash, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I found the, uh, I found it on the Craigslist, and I applied for it, and they they make you go to the governmentjobs.org and shit, and, uh, and I got to write an essay or the fuck. I, I I you know I just looked at this thing and I uh, wrote all this bullshit to fucking to make them like consider me or something. Yeah, <laughs> but I started to realize that a a park ranger is sort of like, it's like a a landscaper rolled in with a with a cop, rolled in with like a. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, there, there is that cop element to it. Yeah, yeah. But you you would be there are cool park rangers, and you would definitely be, of course, one of the cool ones. No, no, know? and I and I kept you guys, you guys just come on, just get the fuck out. No, and I kept thinking of like a like Benjamin Bratt. On uh, that movie, fucking uh, River Wild or something, the, the one Kevin Bacon, they could just get shot. Are are you uh, in the running for it, or do you? No, yeah. I, I, so this is weird. Like, um, yeah, I went to I went to the um, they called it a uh, uh, physical performance uh, evaluation or something like that. So I went there okay. this Wednesday. Oh right, they get they have a bunch of people like doing digging holes and shit. Yeah, it wasn't even all that though. Like it was, it's it's COVID like you know, protocol or whatever the fuck. So right, right. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, I googled like uh, what I gotta do and shit, and I yeah. was like, okay, I gotta run a fucking mile and in, in a mile and a half in fifteen minutes and shit. Do you? I, I, that was not involved at all. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> but I I Google, I Google the state parks rangers, you know, yeah, you know, uh, all the shit you're supposed to have to do, you know. But that's probably that's so funny, dude. I, I'm sure that you could do that, but if you haven't done it in a while, you'd still be. Probably- no, no. So so I I started, uh, you know, coincidentally, I started running like uh, a few months back or something like. Uh, okay, nice. I hadn't really run like uh, since high school or whatever. Yeah, but I've had a pretty active uh, um, 
a physical job, you know, doing landscaping and, and gardening. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, um, I, I, I just keep maintaining this beer belly, man. Like I got buff and like fucking whatever and shit, but, but I still, yeah. cause I drink a lot, I drink a lot of beer and shit, but, but, um, I hear you, man. My belly's bloated. Yeah. So I started doing crunches and shit last, I've been doing like, um, I can't do like the straight up sit-ups where you like put your fucking feet underneath something and like, and curl up, you know? Yeah, I think that's bad for you. I think those are kind of out now. No, well, I think I told you about my back injury, right? A while ago? Uh, yes, I believe so. I got, oh, yeah. Me, yeah, me and Joe, me and Joseph got same, the same fucking injury. Me and Joseph got the same injury. Okay, yeah. The, yeah. the lower lumbar sprain or something. So anyway, uh, since then, uh, I had I hadn't been the same. Um, yeah. But like, um, so for over a year now, I've been doing like uh, I lay on my back and I do like leg raises and like sort of crunches and shit. Um, yeah. But anyway, like get the core tight. Yeah. No, I got the core tight. Yeah. But like, I got I'm like a. Like that one fat guy at a Mortal Kombat with the fucking six pack, but he's fat and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so we got that secret strength under there. Like no, black. yeah, yeah. So it's like E Honda or something. Like it's like fucking like, <laughs> like Street Fighter. <laughs> but I'd started running because I I had seen that like it, that wasn't quite working for me and shit, and. uh um, luckily, um, anyway, I Googled what entails the, the test to become a ranger and shit. And I saw like, uh, you gotta like, uh, run a mile and a half in like 15 minutes and shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, You're like, like, I gotta get ready for this. Yeah. I gotta get ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, nice. I, I learned about that shit. Like, they, no, they uh, they responded to me like last Monday or something or two Mondays ago. And uh, so I was like, oh, fuck, I got to make sure I can do that shit. But uh, in any case, none of that shit was involved in the test What area is it for? Where, uh, um, what it said, it was it's East Bay Regional Park District. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they uh, and oh, some beautiful places there, man. No, yeah. So, so um, it said it was for Fremont, that area. Mm, um, okay, I don't really know if, like what's over there, but I'm sure there's a bunch of beautiful. No, stuff. Yeah, they yeah. probably they probably start you doing something that's not as glorious as. <laughs> they probably left the it's probably the the veterans that get to go like be at the gorgeous park. No, yeah, I saw th- I saw there's different things like there's like there's like uh cadets and there's like some other fucking level and shit and like uh yeah but anyway um good luck man yeah so i i did all that shit long story short i like uh i was preparing for like um you're supposed to do a simulation of uh carrying somebody on a stretcher with another person so it's like Uh oh wow yeah it's like a simulation of like you find somebody in the mountains and uh and and you gotta carry him like a fucking like three hundred yards or something. Oh like, shit! Okay, yeah, that that could be a little bit, um, but grueling. Yeah, but co- coincidentally, um, uh, when I was a, a truck driver for um for a landscape company, 
Um, you had to you had to dispose of a dead body. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> no, but anyway, I, I, um, a five gallon tank of diesel is what I used to carry all the time. Which oh shit, yeah, which which, heavy. which is approximately uh, fifty pounds, and I used to carry two of them, like one in each hand. And uh, but since I hurt my back, I couldn't quite do that shit anymore. I couldn't do it. Yeah, sure. But but it turned out to be that that was exactly the test they were gonna have me do. But is is grab those same same fucking uh, tanks? No, but, but uh, the the equivalent they had. Oh, oh, oh right, you got it. Sorry. sorry. So so I got uh, so <laughs> what I saw on the website was that I got to weigh I got to carry two fifty pound weights. Yeah. You know? One yeah, yeah, yeah. each hand and shit. Hey, I'm I'm a very literal thinker. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but like anyway, like um, so like uh, my problem was though that that I can I can carry a wheelbarrow fine because they're like a locked in together thing. Yeah. But when I have two free weights that are going, for some reason, it fucks up my back. Like it, it like it, it, it's hard, hard, yeah. hard on my back. Long story short, the fucking test was putting two sixty-pound bags of concrete in a wheelbarrow and walking around some cones and shit. Oh, you looked like the man. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like okay, that's easy as fuck. <laughs> You're but, gonna do this all day. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So I went for that, and we'll see what happens. Ironically, um, uh, they have like. They had like four little tests of different areas, and most of it was like, "What's that thing? It's a weed whacker. What's that thing over there? It's a fucking uh, stake puller or something like some shit like that." Yeah, well, dude, you're, that's, you're you got that all covered, man. Yeah, but the funny thing was like the 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 shit that I fucked up on was like, okay, somebody buys a bag of chips, uh, a sandwich, and a soda. <laughs> then you gotta charge uh what's nine percent tax on that and uh, they gave you a 20 uh what's the change <laughs> it's like crickets you're all Ugh. i was like yeah i was like Fuck. wet on your forehead <laughs> then they had just like a kind of um a, a reading um uh reading comprehension thing like where the sign says there will be no leaflet distributing in the park and no promoting of shit and they're like, what is okay? Can you ask somebody to play fucking volleyball with you? Can you like tell somebody about a yoga class that's free or something? I'm like, yeah, it was like weird shit. Like, but it it was generally about like, um, um, can you read the sign and what it says and you know, what's legal and what's not? You know, uh-huh. that sign. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I did that shit and uh, nice man. Yeah. No, it's a good a good job, you know. I mean, hey, you know, in these times, it's it's it is reassuring. I mean, it's not good, you know, you're not going to make the money that you made doing the jobs that you're doing, but at the same time, it's consistent, you know, and and like the long term of just having something, you know, that that's kind of a you know a consistent routine and also just like. You know, it, it it can be good. I mean, I'm actually, you know, trying to, you know, with my work, kind of go in the freelance direction. Like, you know, because I've been doing the whole, you know, working for a, 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 a place. But, 
you know, there's a there's a lot of good advantages to being at a at a consistent job, just even for your health, because like, you know, I, I mean, I I don't know about you and how you like maintain your daily stuff, but like, you know, having a consistent like this is where I need to be at this point. This yeah. is where I when I get off. Yeah. This is where I'm going. This is when I you know what I mean. And you, you have your things mapped out for you. It's like, you know, it becomes easier. You know, and you're doing your own thing. I'm sure, you know, there's times when it's unpredictable and can be kind of like a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, um, so I was working for, a, I think I told you about it, I was working for landscape construction companies for like 15 years, something like that. And um, yeah, like you said, it's, you're working for a company and you got to deal with whatever bullshit's going on within that fucking infrastructure. But um, you you clock in, you clock out, and you, and you get paid. And you don't have to worry about it after that. For the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like... I, I feel like we're, we're of a generation where, you know, like... You can just do what you want to do for a while and to, to go do something else and, like... You know, it's hard for our generation to like stay in a job like our parents did and and be like, you know, I'm gonna do the same thing forever. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, I think it's, but it's good to switch it up. You know, because it's like, you know, I mean, just it, it, it helps. You know, kind of connect new pathways in your brain, basically. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, so um, um, here's another like. Harder question, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, we were on music. Yeah. We were on music, and then we were on we, music. We, yeah, I was. I started telling you about how I was in recovery. And, He's in recovery, uh, yeah. Yeah. Should I should I go back to that just to? to uh, we can, uh, yeah. So, uh, hey, hey or let's go back to this. Um, yeah. So, so we were living together on Fifth Avenue, and then we pretty much left Fifth Avenue around the same time, right? You, yeah, you guys left a little bit. A little bit before. before us. Yeah, to, yeah, to move to move over by um, in, in, by Norfolk, in by, Shore, Shoreview. Shoreview. Yeah, and and, and yeah, so we uh, we so, took off. I think maybe a year after that. Yeah, like a year after that. I was thirteen. I'm pretty sure thirteen or twelve. Yeah, you were thirteen, I guess, and I was like in second grade, which was like nine or something. But um, yeah, eight or nine, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like, uh, so we we ended up moving to Shoreview, where it was like a race war between Tongans and like Mexicans or Latins. Jeez, <laughs> ah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, and, I'll, and and yeah. Uh, and from what I remember, yeah, you I'll, got you moved to Fiesta Gardens, where it seemed like a fucking retirement community or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and I think my I remember. Brother, you, I think I was like. I mean, I was at the point where I was just kind of like, well, whatever. I mean, this place, you know, is there's nobody here for me. But like, I, all the just I, a lot of my friends were um, at 19th Avenue Park. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm way closer to 19th Avenue Park, so I just leave. You okay. Know, just to 19th Avenue Park. My brother was pissed. He never. He was. He was like, never felt like that was his home, Fiesta Gardens. You know. No, I remember. Yeah, we all, we all we kind of did back then was like uh, we just kind of played baseball at Trenton Field and uh, hung out and shit. 
And, yeah. Uh, and then sort of got new friends that were in, like, uh, Fiesta Guards and shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of old people. There was, a, there was, some, there was some, some kids there, you know. I, I met some kids there, but for the most part, it was, like, it was, like, you know, old couple, old old people, old people, old people, old people, old people, kid. Old people, old people, you know, it's, like... <laughs> Fucking yeah. probably like you know seventy percent old people, and then some kids, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember what was weird is that um, um, your mom had to like stitch a, like a a button into my shorts to go to the pool and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, what was it like for you guys going to to North Shoreview in that time? Because like our our neighborhood, where in Fifth Avenue, was like, you know, it was never like like unsafe fully. I mean, it, there was like hints of violence like around the perimeter, kind of, and like yeah. there definitely was like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there there's shit goes up goes on anywhere, but I feel like for the most part, we were in kind of like what I would call like a a middle working class neighborhood. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then you guys moved to North Shoreview and then it just was not as anywhere near as safe. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was kind of crazy because um, um, aside from the activities that Ramon and Felipe were doing, um, I still had to deal with like, uh, I mean, we were in second, I was in second grade and I got into like, I fought two guys and shit and like, <laughs> like, yeah. And then we had like fucking, uh, and I, I remember one occasion it was like a literal fucking race war in the fucking elementary school fucking playground and shit. Like, and there was like Tongans on one side and, and anybody who was like kind of Latin or whatever the fuck on the other side and shit. Dude, you don't yeah. want to be fighting some Tongans, man. No, I know. And I was, yeah. I, I was, you know, I'm not big now, but I, but I was fucking tiny back then, you know. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, when I first went there, like, uh, uh, we were in second grade, or I was in second grade, and um, and I think, uh, how did it work? There was a little while while I was still going to Sunny Bray, and I was, at, at, when you think about it now, back looking, looking back, I was a second year, second grade kid walking from Sunny Bray to Shoreview, back where we lived in, in you know, on Newbridge where it was. Uh, by myself every day <laughs> over the fucking overpass and shit. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Like the second grader walking back every day Jeez. and shit. And, you know, that didn't go on for that long, but it was like, you know, this is a good little six months or whatever it was. But anyway. Yeah, I remember riding my bike around there, like around where the, um, the little motels were and shit on uh, whatever that uh, street was that was facing the freeway yeah. on the other side, you know, and I just remember it not feeling safe, <laughs> especially like for me. I was like, "Oh shit," you know. It yeah. was just like, yeah, there, you know, it, it was it was definitely more more real out there, and 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 yeah, it's it sucks that you guys had to like go through that shit. I remember, I remember the the um, Tongan and also the the NG that was TCG and NGC yeah yeah it was uh, the Tom and Crip gang and the niggas going crazy and shit <laughs> yeah 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 and uh man yeah I can imagine that shit was pretty gnarly you know what I mean for 
for people basically fighting for resources, you know? Yeah. No, I think it was um, um, a lot of parents didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do about the situation. The Italian parents didn't know what to do. The, the Latin parents didn't know what to do. And uh, everybody just, just fucking fighting each other for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, just, just you know, I think it's it's the, you know, first generation immigrants or second generation immigrants, whatever, like having to, to you know, essentially fight for resources and space and like dominance of like, you know, like, and, 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 you know, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, like, you know, the Tongan culture is pretty, pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> it's pretty fucking war based and shit. <laughs> Tongan culture and Samoan culture, you know, yeah. I mean, they're beautiful cultures too. And they're actually like, you know, people are like remarkably like calm and sweet and until they're not. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's very, it is a very war, kind of like strong war culture and then. Yeah, that that that's kind of why I say culture clash because what I from what I've heard when, when the Pacific Islanders are back at home, you know they're pretty chill and mellow and shit. But once yeah. once they're over here in, in the states, it's like it's it's a whole other hostile fucking thing, you know. Well, because the fucking states is racist as fuck, and they and they're all of a sudden they're in a they're in a pecking order, you know, like you guys are like like in a pecking order for like. You know who's who's gonna be kind of the dominant like non-white people. You know what I mean? Because it's like the whiteness is like such a it's a white. You know we have a white supremacist system. You know, and it's crazy. Like thinking back, because San Mateo is very diverse, and we grew up you know together, and like we no yeah it, it, for sure, man. Like mixed. You know what? When, when, when I think it, about it, uh, um, you know. Me, your family was my family, you know, and we lived on that block and shit. And we're, we look back and we see pictures of us together and shit. You know, we we're kids and shit. And uh, yeah. I didn't really know about I didn't really know about race until like uh, second grade, really. Yeah. Which I guess. What, what happened then, dude? Um, um, when, when you guys when you when you moved? It was before that. It was. Uh, oh, okay. Um, at at fucking Sunnybrae. Yeah. Like uh I was in class and shit and uh and for some reason like uh Joe was gonna be in my class and I was like, Oh yeah, Joe's coming getting transferred to my class? Alright, like you know shit. But they swapped me for with Joe and some other kid named Ramon or something, like so they took uh oh. So anyway, um, what I sort of realized somehow—I don't know how I how I realized this when I was in second grade—but like, one of the teachers didn't want the Mexican kids in her class, and she brought other white kids, and Joe was one of them. And shit. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how I I, I fucking uh, realized that shit, but I did. You picked up on it, yeah. Yeah, you know, kids are smart, man. They yeah. pick up on that shit. You know, it's like yeah, you're just randomly tossed and then you and you and yeah my brother's ushered in yeah 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 but anyway uh let's see what else we got here uh what was i gonna ask you oh yeah so uh you know last year was crazy and black lives matter shit happened and and people were like fucking asking about uh well they were saying that police are overburdened and it should be social workers that like help out and 
a lot of these cases and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, what what do you have to say about that kind of shit, dude? I I I do agree. Um, I think that I mean like. So, I mean, we expect police to do so many things, dude. We expect them to, you know, respond to, to mental health issues. We expect them to, like, you know, clean up dead people. We expect them to, like, tell the families of, de- of when they're when somebody's been killed. I mean, there's a lot of things that are very heavy about being a cop that they're just not, they're not trained for, you know, yeah. and... and you know, I think that's one of the reasons why their suicide level is so high, is because they're just they're pretty much asked to do everything. You know is what is I mean? there and is there a high suicide level there? Yeah, they have the. I think they're like they're the highest. I think police is the highest one of uh, suicide. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. But I, it's definitely up there, dude. It's in the top ten. Yeah. And um, I mean, this is the thing: is that you know a lot of these these cases um, would go very things would go very differently if they were trained mental health workers and I know it for a fact because I actually was on a um, uh, I sat in on a uh, Berkeley mental Berkeley what do they call themselves uh, mental health crisis I think is what they're called okay. um, out of Berkeley they have a whole team and this is starting to be um, something that they do in, in a lot of um, towns and cities, but they have a mobile crisis is, is what it called. It's hey, called. Hey, have, have, uh, you, have you heard of uh, Cahoots? No, I'm not, I'm not familiar. Um, yeah, there's uh, in Oregon, in Eugene, Oregon, there was this uh, thing. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's an acronym. It's, it's Cahoots is C-A-H-O-O-T-S. And anyway, it was a program that's been going on since like the '60s, where uh, it's it's an alternative to calling the police or firemen and ambulances for uh, personal okay. injuries. Yeah, yeah. And and it would generally be like a duo of of somebody who was trained in psychological whatever the fuck shit, and somebody yeah. who was like kind of first aid. Um, yeah. but for yeah, I heard this fucking um, this NPR fucking report on it and shit. I've been listening to a lot of NPR podcasts and shit, but um, anyway, this thing has going on, been going on since the '60s, and um, so it's a good alternative to like um, calling the police or firemen because all they're gonna do is either take you to the fucking emergency room, take you to jail, or like um, I don't beat know. you up or kill you. <laughs> kill you. Yeah, kill you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean. It- you know they're agents of the state. I mean, this it gets deep, right? Because they're yeah. agents of the state, and they are filling a purpose of incarcerating people um, and extracting their money. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and or extracting their money. You know, and or extracting um, money. Uh, either turning them into a commodity or um, extracting money from them. And it's just dude this is not a save, saving our society this is not keeping us safe you know what I mean like there's so many situations where where, um, where police are called where you know people are just are just you know in poverty and or, or suffering or having a mental health crisis you know what I mean like yeah. they, they can't even differentiate somebody who's like for example um, autistic and having a meltdown they think they're fucking you know a danger and they're gonna they're they're gonna get shot. I mean, who knows how many people have been shot um, with schizophrenia? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
um, who had just been like, you know, freaking out or somebody's having a, you know, a bad reaction to a drug and these people come in and fucking shoot them and like these square ass motherfuckers that don't, don't oftentimes aren't even like, is they don't even, aren't even exposed to like, you know, they, they're not exposed to, um, a lot of times to, you know, uh, different types of people, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. From coming from very like white kind of like communities, not always. I mean, there, there's definitely lots of working class people that have come from, from uh, mixed stuff, but you know, those people tend to have a little bit more like open mind, but then you got these like, these people that are like, you know, coming from these white bread communities and then all of a sudden they're like, dealing with black people and they haven't even dealt with black people in their lives or like you know or people of color in general they never yeah, even yeah. like you know what i mean they didn't yeah. they don't, so it's like they don't have they, they literally are going on like what the media has fed them about white people of color and they're like i'm fucking terrified of everybody you know what i mean they're just like yeah. you know, we got we got to keep these guys fucking in line dude have, have you, you have you seen um <laughs> there, there's this one dude uh uh I think his name is Kamal Bell or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that and, guy, yeah. and he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, I think that the, it was called like uncomfortable conversation with a black man or something. Uh uh-huh. And uh, he went to one of the episodes. He went to Petaluma, you know Petaluma. Yes, yes. And uh, he talked to all these cops over there and shit, and and they were like, and they were like, yeah, I've never seen, a, I, I never seen a black man or something. Like <laughs> the cops were like, uh, like. Yeah, uh, we don't really deal with black people, but uh, once in a while we do, and we arrest them and shit. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, exactly, though. Yeah. You know, like, you know, and, and, and I mean, I think one of the, to t- take a step even back, like, and, and get, like, a little more compassion for everybody, yeah. like, you know, these guys are just clueless in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? And they're scared, you know, and, and, and then there's, of course, people that are fucking deliberately, like, fucking, oh, yeah, and, deliberately. And, and awful, and, like, yeah. you know, sociopathic, and, but even those people are sick, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just see everybody from a mental health lens, you know what I mean? And, and, um, but yeah, ultimately, like, I do think social workers would do so much of a better job. I mean, you know, there'd have to be a faction of like armed social workers that like came in for stuff that was like you know if you have somebody that's armed and you have you know they're about to fucking hurt somebody and like you know there are situations where where people need to be like disarmed or um you know i mean god you know for sure yeah yeah situations where they potentially have to be shot you know if they're gonna like you know if, a, if somebody's got like kids and they're gonna hurt them and yeah. you know there there there's gotta be there's but those situations dude are are fucking rare i mean we make them seem like they're yeah they they're, like, you pop, popularize them and shit like uh it's out there everywhere and shit yeah man it's, that doesn't happen that often that's like you know very rare that something like that happens and and that would be a, a time when you get somebody out there who is you know armed and but still trained in mental health you know yeah. like a super social worker <laughs> a super social worker <laughs> no but you gotta you gotta check this out man it's, it's an interesting fucking uh historical thing um in Eugene Oregon they had this whole program where uh it was kind of based off the hippie culture and and yeah, they had yeah. an alternative to like uh calling the police and shit and it was you know people who were like living in a bus or whatever fuck or you know and yeah, yeah. whatever issue they had, they you know they called this other number and shit, and they came out and you know helped them out and shit. 
that's cool, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm with it. I mean, yeah. that, that is, uh, it, uh, the Berkeley thing was a little more official. Like it was done by the, like it was the, it was the, um, or maybe similar, but uh, done by Berkeley Mental Health, by you know, it was all you know, psych people or whatever, and they uh, they worked with the cops. And, yeah. and Berkeley cops are, you know, I gotta say, man, like I, I rode along with a couple of them. They one of them actually uh, roughed me up uh, in another time, uh, when when uh, when I was uh, drinking in public on a on in Fourth of July this one time. And I was being a dumbass. Yeah. But there was like, basically, it was like everybody was drinking and we were all in the streets. Hey, hey speaking and, of drinking, dude, I, I got to take a piss real quick. Huh, give, yeah, yeah, no give, me, give me like no one second. No worries. I'm going to piss too, then. I'll go, go piss. Anyway, yeah, it's crazy out there, man. Um, well, hey, let's talk a little bit about music. <laughs> yeah, let's go to music, man. Uh, so, uh, how do you think we're going to get back into playing live music when, I mean, you know, for me, ironically, um, you know, I'd stopped playing music for a long time. Um, I guess you could say I gave up music for my marriage or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And and, uh, and I made a promise to myself that 2020 would be the year that I would get back into music. Isn't that fucking, awesome. isn't that fucking ironic? <laughs> but, but, um, that's good. But, um, I don't know. What how, do you, how do you think it's going to go go down for us to start playing music again? Live. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's going to be more intentional, I guess, and more um, people are going to just find different ways. I mean, musicians are going to get together no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, like we have to, you know, get together. I mean, I haven't really been getting together with other musicians and, and I'm like, you know, I, this can't continue, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, you know, we'll get together in safe ways and, um, and, you know, we're just retooling our society, man. Like, I don't think we're going to have concerts like we used to. And, and I'm, I'm all right with that, man. Like they're just going to be different, you know, uh, maybe like only le- like less capacity. Yeah. And you know, if you get to see a band, you're stoked, you know, because like the less people are going to have the the opportunity, and and um, I think for me, you know, like you know, playing live, like I never like I was always kind of struggling to. It took me a long time to get comfortable to, to do it. You know what so I mean? Playing live and shit. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, I, I started to. I mean, I've, I've definitely got started to get comfortable kind of more like recently, you know, and, and now I'm, you know, relatively comfortable. But like, it's taken me a lot of fucking like work to be able to um, get to that place. And, and now I'm like, well, I kind of want to like redefine myself to like just be doing shit from my home, but doing it in a in a creative way. And you know, um, doing some live stuff, um, doing some stuff that's you know pre-recorded, and then just kind of just doing whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like um, you know one of the things that happened to me anyway, and I don't know how other people feel, but I feel like celebrity culture and like celebrity music culture just kind of died with COVID. You know, like I have like no interest in like. Like, I mean, I didn't really have any interest in that prior, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I just feel like 
like you know I see celebrities now you know like celebrity musicians and I'm like you're just a fucking another person in their house with a fucking cell phone right. <laughs> you know like like it's even the playing field in a way that's um, really pretty pretty exciting you know yeah, yeah. you have all these underground musicians like making all kinds of crazy ass music and like everybody's just doing their thing and like you know I see people with like you know fucking you know 12 views making crazy good music and then people with like 12 million views making good music too you know what I mean it's like yeah no yeah I, I follow this um this this goth fucking group or goth electronic group in from Portland and yeah. they have like uh they don't have that many views they have more than me for sure because uh the, 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 the singer's a girl and whatever but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway um no yeah i mean it's cool to be there and you know you know commenting or whatever in, in quote unquote participating with them when they're doing their shit you know but um yeah but anyway um speaking of celebrity um when i was at the last show i went uh one, one of your shows uh um I met a guy and shit, and then I was watching a Netflix movie, and I, I saw the guy in the movie, and I was like, where the fuck I know that guy? And then, and then like, Ron's like, yeah, that's that guy, man. That's that's that guy. And, shit, and, and it was that movie, uh, You'll Always Be My Maybe or something. Or, and it was fucking, oh, it was fucking Lyrics Born. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and he was yes. in that movie and shit. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he was in that movie. But that, yeah. was, that was a weird thing. It was like, and I heard that guy's name before. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, I'm not a real hip hop guy. And then, yeah. 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 Everyone's like, yeah, that's fucking Larry's Born. And, and I remember seeing him, and I was like, this guy is really cool. He's, you know, like. But, um. Yeah, he's he is cool, man. He's, he's a good performer. He's a good performer. And he it, He's a friend of Eric's. And I guess he just come out that night, and then just everything was all, um, just improv, you know, like he, uh, Eric's like, let's get, let's get Lyrics Born out here. I was like, hell yeah, man, get him out here. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's, just let's yeah. do it. You know, it was, it was cool. That was, that was a good, that was, that's kind of the thing where, yeah, I definitely missed that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like just the spontaneity of something like that happened. That's a beautiful thing, right? Like you just get this artist to come out and be in the moment and like, yeah. you can't really, you can't really recreate the things that happen in the moment you know what I mean and if, I mean it sounds like a really dumb statement <laughs> no, no, <laughs> sure, not, no. I, but you can't you know what I mean it's like it's like that that stuff those live situations where you're with the people and, and you're you know reacting to to a vibe in the room um, is pretty special um, but I think that we can continue with that I, I just I don't see like a packed house again in that same way i mean you yeah um i don't know um but um speaking from a musical point of view um you know i always had this thing like it was sort of like uh i don't know like a like a like a nirvana kind of thing or like a punk rock kind of thing where it's like um when i'm when i'm recording music i want to i want to make sure it's like something i can rewrite live and shit yeah but, but no i think that's that is important but but since yeah. since last year happened and shit i stopped giving a fuck about that and i was like okay i'm just gonna do yeah. some crazy shit <laughs> right no that same here same here I yeah know, that, that's kind of been part of my thing was i was like you know i was i it, it's not that i don't like to play live but it's it's kind of it 
because I'm somebody that has a lot of, I have like a lot of audio sensitivities. Um, and so a live situation for me is super crazy. Um, because I just, uh, the way that I hear audio, the way that, that a crowd is to me, like it's very loud to me. It's very like, um, there's just the energy. The energy is like is, and I like it. You know, I actually like that. You know, like yeah. there's times that I feel really like into that. But when it's me on stage, it's like I trip out because I'm like, oh shit, you know. And um, I've just recently got that stuff more dialed in because it's really like kind of a nervous system thing where you like it. You're just getting like intense signals in your body, and if you are interpreting them in a way that feels like scary then they're going to be scary but you don't have to interpret that, them that way you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. our bodies are our bodies are like wired to kind of be in that sort of fight or flight mode but you can you know you can just be like oh i'm feeling this right now and like it's okay you know what i mean i don't have to fucking freak out i can like be nervous and and uh take a breath <laughs> actually yeah, stop yeah. And, like, yeah chill out you know but uh but with you know obviously with like covid i'm like well dude I, I i i haven't really done it yet but i'm trying to like get stuff set up so i can do just live um stuff but do it in a cool way that's lit well and like you know that makes me feel sexy you know or I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm in my thing and, and 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 then i don't have to worry about fucking there being like 30 40 people or whatever you know what i mean like um, you know all the all that energy is to me kind of distracting. So I'm like, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I think I think uh, I think you and I were like, uh, like I don't I don't know if I've told you about my training in Jedi musician and uh, <clears throat> in, in all um, in all retrospects, it's, it, it was probably a fairly intense training. But um, yeah. um, I was pretty much trained as a jazz musician. And um, it was all about one take, one fucking thing, w- one improvisation, and that's fucking it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that, that was like kind of the way I always kind of recorded music and did things. It was like most of the times I recorded on a two-track, you know, I put the mixer into one two-track stereo thing, and and it was all recorded at once, and that was fucking it, and that was it. And um, yeah. and as, as far as like you know, in college I played music in you know in classes and shit. And, uh, but anyway, um, it was always this thing about like, don't do it if you can't do it all live together and shit. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of broke off of that shit um, once the pandemic happened and shit. And it was it was sort of in conjunction of the way my my life was going at that time and shit and and. And um, yeah, I didn't give a fuck. And then I, I got, and and right now I'm, I've got these ideas of doing like my own choir and shit. And like I got like, uh, you know, I, I learned to do like four voices of a choir, and I'm just gonna fucking layer all those voices together myself and shit. And I think you you heard a little bit of that when I I did a few of my songs and I started doing backup vocals and shit. And and uh, yeah. and but anyway, I was like, you know. I guess to the point where I was like, well, yeah, I don't give a fuck about, like, I can't play it live anymore. I'm just going to fucking put out some shit there that's going to be, like, as outlandish and as crazy as I can think of it and just put yeah. it out there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. 
that's that's cool i, I i'm with it man i i like the the stuff that you put out i like the the sentiment behind it. i can feel like the the rawness of it you know and i appreciate that i think i think it's it, it's good that we like roll with our raw cells i think that's what we that people want to see right now you know yeah. i mean that's what i want to see is people like being like just authentically themselves because you know it it you know that's the that's the thing is is nobody is ever going to be able to do what you do you know what i mean like because yeah everybody does their own thing yeah yeah everybody's got their own unique thing yeah and that's beautiful i mean in 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 life and not just in music you know what i mean it's it's really just like a life thing too you know like every human has a unique like connection to god and like to um the greater like collective yeah yeah you know? yeah for sure and, and we like you know the, the you know the the, the 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 tragedy of like now is like that we don't live that way as a society you know what i mean and that's that's the true um i think hard thing you think a, 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 a disconnection from uh, the higher power something you mean What's that? What do you mean, like a disconnection of that from, from like a, from like God or higher power? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, basically, I would say so, man. I would say like that's the easiest way to put it because, um, you know, it, it's we're disconnected from one another, but we are really it's disconnected from God, from the greater like source power. Um, I think because you know we let people suffer you know and we like we're still on a you know the capitalist system is i think held up by our beliefs yeah you know and and we call it capitalism but it's like we're really it's like a contract of like we've agreed on this you know even though like a lot of people are like i didn't agree to this shit but it's like somehow we're all we've all like we buy into this paradigm and maybe maybe some people don't maybe they just kind of like disappear from it somehow i don't know but like um i think we're all you know sucked into that matrix of uh, you know that that you know essentially we're not good enough and you know that's the whole like thing about like all the greed and you know like the trumps and everything like that it's like it all comes from like an idea that you're not good enough, you know. Because it, you know, like, if you, like, you, like you gotta, you gotta fucking strive harder and do yeah, dude, bigger and shit. steal more and get more and fucking, yeah. you know, your wife's gonna have bigger tits. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, it's just like, yeah. you know, that stems from a deep, deep insecurity, you know, and, and which, like, I guess you say like that, maybe that's that's from uh, lacking a connection to God, you know. Man, I guess so. I don't know how else to put it. You know, I really don't like. That is a an easy like way that encompasses everything. It's like you know we're 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 not connected to God, and therefore we're you know or we're intermittently connected to God and like but not as a whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where we we really honor that every person that you walk with, regardless of you know gender or you know just any any piece you know race any any of that shit like when there's still separation with that stuff that means we haven't got there you know like martin luther King's promised land yeah it's like no yeah 
you know it's it's we we can we will evolve there man we we can evolve there it's it's there always yeah i believe so it's there always so um it's always you know the the love and the infinite god all that whatever you want to call it Oh, yeah, that's fucking beautiful, man. I could, I could, I could bathe in those words you just said for a while, man, and, and I'll, be, I'll be fucking clean and shit. Take a bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, I, it's interesting the state of music right now. Like, um, I feel open. You know, like I just feel like. You know, I'm carrying less, you know, because I don't think there's really an industry anymore. There's really a, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, yeah, it, just, it, it's been, it's like, oh, all that. Yeah, it, it well, the, the, you know, you know, and I know that the music industry has been uh, turned upside down and flipped around in different yeah, ways. Since the beginning, since the inception, yeah. Well, no, yeah, not just that, but like over the last 20 years, 30 years, shit. Yeah, especially, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. just disintegrated. But, you know, it was ripping off people for for a long time. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody was like that. I think there was definitely people that were doing, making records that were, you know, just, you, you know, people that do that do the business side of, of music are different people than that make the music. It's just always been the way. And quite frankly, you know, I mean, one of the things that's problematic it, it, that, that, you know, we we've kind of run up against... Um, I think issues with is that it's hard for musicians to do the job that business people used to do. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, I, it's hard for me. <laughs> I, I'm fucking horrible at that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. And and I I was lucky. Um, I was lucky when I was uh, in a band. Um, this fucking Italian guy we used to play with, uh, named John Franco. Uh, he was a good fucking businessman. He and he had like a fucking. Uh, uh, he had a degree in musical theater or some kind of shit like that, and, but but yeah. he, but he was good at fucking making deals and shit. I'm fucking yeah. horrible with that kind of shit, dude. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, the, different people have different brains, and you know, a lot of people that are creative um, don't have the that same kind of like um propensity or whatever you call it to to be able to have that kind of executive function skills and and, and either want to or want to yeah even want to do that even want, even want to, yeah. it's like ah, i don't want to deal with that you know like that's not my thing you know and now you have to do all that and it's you know i mean i've definitely struggled with that you know um and I don't know. I've just kind of accepted it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to like get better at it and like just accept it. Like, hey, you need to brand yourself. You need to brand your shit. Yeah. You need to kind of have like some some kind of like you know uh, you know visuals that that feel right to you. It can be whatever it is. No, yeah. I I feel that I've I've uh, somehow gotten pretty good at branding myself on Instagram over the last. A year or so, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, let me tell you something creepy that happened to me, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so, um, um, before the fucking insurrection of uh, January 6th, or whatever the fuck that should happen, um, I was writing a song about you know, about um, the U.S. government and shit, 
and anyway, um, I I wrote the song, and then that that thing happened, and then I was making the video for that song at the same time. But anyway, I I wrote the song, and and um, uh, I decided it had to be a rap song because I couldn't really sing that what I was trying to say, like yeah, like so I had to like kind of have it as a rap, but um. At the same time, I had watched uh, that Ice T documentary that one that fucking where he goes around cross country and uh, talks to rappers and shit. I don't know uh-huh, that yeah. one. It was called yeah. like I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, he talked to fucking Rockem. You know, fucking uh, Eric B and Rockem. Yeah. yeah. And Rockem said it very clearly, like the way he Ice T was like, "How do you fucking write? How do you write fucking raps and shit?" You know, like he was like, and Rockem was like. Well, I take the the vocal, the the uh, syllables and the words, and I try to fit them into a sixteen bar fucking space and shit. And for some reason, the way he said that, I was like, "Oh, okay, like that's how it works and shit." Like, because I've done like freestyle rapping before, like just drunk or whatever. Fucking, we just have a beat. <laughs> we just start yeah. rapping and shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I did this rap, and then uh, you know, I made the beat, which is easy for me, and. But then um, I came up with the words and the syllables that fit in the, in the, in the spaces, and I recorded it, and it was it was kind of traumatic for me to like it was it was kind of hard to do. Like I, I I did it and I recorded like a few few different layers of the same rap over over each other and shit. Yeah. And uh, but it was it, it I couldn't sleep that night when I did it. It was like it, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little traumatic, dude. But anyway. Um, yeah. So, so I released that track and shit, and um, oh, dope! I need to hear it. Yeah, it, it was called uh, Scotus Potus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh shit! And I did a whole video where I, I like I I, I found a, a fucking uh, my graduation gown from fucking high school and shit. So I you know I, I did Photoshop shit and, and Adobe shit like where. Uh, um, it's different versions of me dancing around the Supreme Court and shit. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, um... That's awesome. After I did that fucking... I did this rhyme that, like... It pretty much described what happened to us in 2020 and shit. And I'm talking about the Proud Boys and the fucking... They're looking yeah. for the Michigan governor and shit. And fucking... Uh, yeah all this shit and then the, the, the president says stand by and stand back and shit and uh but somebody in the right wing reached out to me and shit they were like yeah like uh you know we could really we can really do some shit if we get together and like uh like promote this shit in the conservative nation shit nation shit wow yeah it was really creepy and he was like yeah I got these like three fucking instagram sites called like conservative cuties and like fucking uh, the the Great Wall of Trump or something and like <laughs> it really just dude you should have infiltrated with the full I thought I, I I thought about that shit for a second man I thought about that shit but I, <laughs> I, I was really creeped out man I was like fuck <laughs> and then it made me think about the 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 song that I wrote and shit and I was like I didn't really like do it like in a way that it was like my views. It was yeah, more like you, just your protagonist kind of. That was just sort of like stating what happened and shit. Like, oh, gosh, you got you, got you. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, they saw it, they're all, yeah, fuck yeah. 
<laughs> so after that, I, I told Ramon, I was because like, uh, we, we kind of watch the shit I do, and like I just put it out there and shit. And, yeah. uh, and Ramon's like, Yeah, I could see how they would fucking they'd think you're fucking like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious, dude. yeah. Because, uh, like, because I was I wrote this song and shit, and I was you know, I, I, I do videos for them, and uh, I've been working on this whole craft of like making videos and shit, and uh. And of course, I took the footage from the fucking those those fucking shitheads running around the Capitol and shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, in the end, these fucking guys ate it up and shit, man. They but, thought you were big, big upping that whole. Fucking yeah, movie. but like, yeah, no. It was... Dude, you know what? I mean, like, I can see a, an Andy Kaufman. Uh, like opportunity here with regards yeah. to like rolling with that whole character you know yeah I mean? some like, fucking theatrical bullshit doing it in like a very like David Lynch like there's like a there's an overtone like there's an overtone that if they, they might not pick up on it but most people would you know what I mean yeah. it's like all of a sudden you cut to like a random like just but know. at the same time though like it makes you think like where are the so called liberals or whatever like, you know the only yeah. ones who are on the trigger are the fucking are the fucking conservative fucking crazy heads, you know. You know, I I, I was I was uh, just talking to Philly about this, like the liberal, like um, I was just uh, mentioning I, I had a friend that was from the East Coast, and uh, how, kind of how he felt when he came to uh, the West Coast because I remember he's like, he's like, dude, like. I, you know I met all these people and like I got their numbers and shit and like like I was like let's hang out you know what I mean and, and he's like dude everybody's just fucking flaked out okay what the <laughs> west coast and I was like oh, man. They, they, they flaked out in the west coast or what yeah the west coast yeah. he was from he was from the east coast no, like, yeah. dude, I, I was like man I know it's like it's it's like that and he and, you know he was like he was like one of those guys that just like kind of stated his mind you know what I mean and, yeah. and, and like you know, you warmed up to him. Like, when you got to know him, like, from the East Coast, like, at first he's kind of like, ah, fuck you. You know what I mean? But yeah. then, then uh, you can kind of, like, he he comes around, and then he's, gen- he's like, super genuine. But in the West Coast, it's, like, the 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 opposite of that. You know, like, people are, like... They're just super, fucking fake, dude. Super, yeah, super fake. Wait, what was the original thing we were on again? <laughs> I, I don't know, man, but, uh, um, no, uh, uh, it's been, like, Hardcore in the fucking politics, dude. And uh, he's, he's he's been in the what now? Hardcore in the, into politics, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, and and uh, our, no, he's, he's he's telling me that like fucking in the East Coast, um, the radio stations, and for some reason I don't know, uh, I always tell him you know fucking you know fucking oh you're worried about a radio station that's fucking dinosaur fucking technology and shit like. Uh, you know they're they're, they're the, the the radio stations are getting a fucking taken over by fucking fake ass people or whatever the fuck, but right. um, um, apparently over here in the in the West Coast, you know Pacifica Radio and all that shit's all been fucking taken over, but uh, he's talking about in the East Coast they're all they're mostly black people and uh, and the West Coast are just white people who are all flaky and shit, but the the West the East Coast they're they answer your phone. They talk to you and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's what he said to me. Interesting. Yeah. No, I mean I, that makes sense. You know. Um, yeah, that's why it's like the the whole liberal thing. That that's where I was going with the liberal thing, dude. It's just like, you know, 
like it, these it, it's people that that um you know essentially like have a position that's convenient um that are never challenged and and are never challenging themselves um or you know or they're in a position where they never have to be challenged yeah you know you know what i mean and and um it's like you know it's it's a non-position really it's not non-fucking it's a safe it's a safe liberal you know it's it's a safe position but 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 if they're if they're ever like you know really truly tested on it or or you know like where's their kind of like you know sort of heart and soul and all that stuff yeah yeah. it's just kind of like they're it's just a, a position they play you know what i mean but it's that's the thing is it, it doesn't if they're not it doesn't really stand up for like kind of the heart of things if you're kind of just like eh, eh, eh. you know what i mean and so so that's why liberals it's like you can count them as like you know democratic voters but like they're not really necessarily i guess what 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 it's going to make a change yeah what what they say what people say is that there's no teeth involved there's no there's no fight involved or whatever yeah i mean dude you know unless you unless you have stake in things it's you know human beings don't really like fight for things they don't have stake in you know what i mean usually you know it's kind of like a human trait unless you have a lot of empathy yeah, or unless you or someone like me who has like a, um, they just want their fucking will to be fucking enacted and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, no, well, yeah. That's, yeah, but that's that is putting your heart into it, you know. That I is guess putting so. like, you know, uh, I, yeah. So California is rich with liberals, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, obviously it doesn't really do much because look at the, you know, so there's some pretty uh progressive things that were on the ballot that didn't pass I was pretty surprised I'm trying to remember what they were but um, I just remember being surprised and being like fuck that didn't pass in California like, yeah yeah. well the thing about California is that like uh, well um, this is like um, something that that you know that comedian Bill Burr that fucking uh, yeah and he was like he's like at least a fucking at, at least the fucking Republicans are, are fucking and they're fucking honest they don't give a fuck who the fuck they fucking stuff for. They don't give a fuck. The liberals are like, oh, yeah, we're going to help you out and shit. Oh, yeah, we're all, no, we're going to do shit. You know? <laughs> no, it's real. It's real. All right, man. Well, uh, I think we got a lot to talk about, uh, but we're not going to do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all yeah. good. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you if you had any other. I, I I can go back get back on topics if you if there's something else that you want to talk about. But um, I mean, I don't know if that you include personal all this personal shit in your podcast. It's fine if you do. You know. But um, you want, I, I I think uh, I think it's um, essential to touching uh, humans, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like like um, yeah. If you want to see a real horror show, uh, listen to the podcast I've done with. Uh, if you want to talk about inhuman and like not relating to humans, uh, you can go to that shit, man. The last one we did got pretty fucking. I, I haven't even put it out yet, man. But uh, it it got to where like okay, you're just 
calling me an idiot and piece of shit and shit. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that that's not productive. Yeah, you know, people get people get their emotions. You know, it, it's hard to it, not have your emotions. It, it's not just the emotions. It's like it's like the fucking um, like you need to fucking debate for debating's sake and shit. Like you need to like uh. Yeah, you need to just like, like sparring. Like sparring, yeah. Like, there's not even a reason for this anymore. I just, I just need to fucking kick you in the nuts and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like you know, people, people argue like, like, even just for the sake of arguing, like you could just pick up and argue a point, even if it's not your point. You know, just for that. Does no, mean- I mean it's, it's yeah, people's. You know, people's stuff starts to come out, and it has nothing to do with what's even being said. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it, it, it's that's just our nervous systems are a trip, man. I've been learning more about it just through the work, and and uh, you know, we we have like there's this whole thing called the polyvagal theory. We have like um, the the vagus vein is like the biggest vein in our body. It's like a, a, a basically a giant nerve that goes. <laughs> Why is it called the vagus vein? Uh, it's it's V A G U S, not like Las no, Vegas. No, it's not like Las Vegas, like a gamble, like, <laughs> like a jackpot or something. <laughs> but he, but this, there's this basically kind of new understanding emerging about our nervous systems and how they operate. And, uh, you know, basically it's like there's kind of three zones. Okay. And one is a zone of regulation where it's like, you know, um, socialization takes place, um, uh, intimacy, uh, you know, um, uh, learning, you know, it takes place in this kind of uh, brain zone of like, you know. Uh, Things that in- involved with like uh, interacting with other people and shit. Yeah, like, and and, and a per, you know, you're 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 calm. You know, you're, a sort like, of ne- negotiatory part of your brain. Yeah, yeah. You could you can crack a smile, and then yeah. you know you're like your body is like visibly relaxed. You know, you like like see somebody in that state, and you're gonna notice that they're like, you know, kind of attractive, or like just like not attractive necessarily sexually but just like but just attractive as a human like uh, interaction just attractive as a human like oh okay this guy's you know and then there's then there's a uh, sort of the the fight or flight state okay you know which is is you know as you can imagine like just in our um, it's it's like 400 million years old in, yeah you know in, in our nervous system you know yeah. um, and it it, uh, it, it is as if we were, you know, in a da- in danger in, in seeing a saber tooth tiger or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know that that the ability to like quickly react and run away. You need to ass- assess the situation whether or not you need to fucking run or fight or whatever the fuck you need to do. Yeah, and then there's there's um this uh, the the last one is like shutdown. Um, oh, okay. And it's like full on, like you know, like numbness. Like you can't, you know, like, you, you can't really uh, access your your feelings. Like, like non-responsive. You're like, you're like yeah, up. just non-responsive. Like you're stuck. But all these three systems can inter, like, intermingle. Or they, inter, they, they, uh, they work together in some yeah, way. Yeah, it's not all black and white. Like we used yeah. to kind of think it was black and white. You know what I mean? But it's not like that. It's like every everything can be. Um, 
sort of um, you know mixed up like like this one woman was describing like she's like have you ever like known somebody that was so chill but like it felt unset they felt unsettling to be around you know no I, I know that I know that um, this, you know that kind of feeling right it's like, oh I, I I know very much this this is why I never fought anybody like very many times because they saw how 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 chill I was <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed like this guy, there's something wrong with this fucking guy. Like, uh, I better not yeah. fuck with this guy. Yeah, well, that comes from trauma, you know. It comes from, you know, um, you know. I mean, we don't need to get into your like trauma necessarily, but I'm just yeah. saying it comes from it comes from trauma, um, and it can it, it, it basically like the the shutdown stage is like kind of like almost over the fight flight stage so it's like a pressure cooker yeah yeah okay yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. so it's like it's it's it, and, and i think that there's a lot of like different sort of combinations but basically what what it gets down to is when, when we are in either like the fight or flight kind of mode major like predominantly um which is what we start to go in when we talk about politics and shit. Yeah. Um, we are, we lose the social engagement piece. We lose the ability to um, have empathy or like, you know what I mean? We get, yeah, yeah, into, yeah. we get flooded with those fucking ancient chemicals. Yeah. yeah okay. You yeah. know, and, and it's just, it's game over. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're not going to, it's not about the, the, the thing anymore. Right, you know, right, right. it's not about the fucking, you know, Germany in fucking nineteen twelve. You know, right, of the traumatic fucking past. It's, yeah, it's just about the trauma that is in your body at that moment. You know, and, yeah. Um, so it's 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 interesting stuff, but um, uh, we we definitely got to get back into that shit again, and I'm gonna ask you about that again at a later date. <laughs> word, man, word, boy. Well, hey, um, it was good. It was good speaking with you. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, man. And, and and we got to get back into um, uh, why I as an individual would be disturbing when I um, in, in light of what you just said. Uh, after I beat somebody up and I, I grab my other hand and say, hey, "Come on, I'll help you up, man. Like, we're, we're done." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You must have snapped out of the fight or flight stage and back into the regulated stage. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we, we should analyze that, but I don't know exactly why. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, man, hell yeah. Um, this is awesome. Yeah, good, good, good talking to you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm down to, to um, hang out in person, and uh, it just got to be, you know, kind of, you know, outdoors and. Um, oh, for sure. Um, I, this fucking thing I got here is like, I can run it completely outdoors. Battery. We, we, we could fucking do it in a park, man. And, and, like that would be sweet. No, this thing runs off a of fucking battery, dude. It's, it's fucking crazy. Like we could literally have like, like three or four mics in a park sitting there and shit and like That's 10 awesome. like 20 feet away from each other and shit got it yeah no, well just, cool man I hope I hope I hope the job works out man it sounds sounds like a cool opportunity yeah I mean um um it should be um it at at this point it doesn't seem to pay as much as a a good foreman job would be in construction but the benefits are definitely better 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, you know, at least people respect you, I guess. Nobody, yeah, and, nobody and respects the gardener landscaper. load. Yeah, maybe lighter load. Yeah. You know, just in general. I mean, yeah. you still probably do some hard work, but not like at the degree that you've been doing it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, in in all actuality, from what I've been through, is um, the lighter load is when you're working your body, not your fucking mind and your soul and shit. Because um, a lot of that landscape construction shit was fucking. It was like a vicious politics fucking. Uh, it's just a, a fucking gang and shit. You're running a gang. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, it was. It was. A lot of fucking stress, especially when I was fucking uh, separating from my wife and shit, and all this shit was going on. It was. Jeez, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. It must have been really hard. Yeah, but it was like it, it's 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 uh. Yeah, everybody's trying to get at each other. Everybody's trying to fucking fuck each other over, and like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just politics. Wow. Politics. Sounds like was. yeah. It's not like politics. Jeez. Yeah. Who would have Who would have thought? Yeah. You're like, man, I just want to make a fucking nice brick patio. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was like... Features. There are other people who are running crews, and they're like, fuck this guy with his crew. I gotta fucking fuck him over and shit. Happy. Yeah. Anyway, man, uh, yeah, hell yeah. This is a fucking good fucking... Uh, good conversation. Well, yeah, I'm still down to have you over, man. If you want to come, and we could barbecue something up or something. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, uh, we could totally do it outside in your in your patio and shit. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. I'm, I'm down. I mean, um, the the only thing that we the, the us recording here could potentially um, backfire because if we did it um, in kid hours. Yeah, yeah. But if we did later, then it would be cool. Uh, we just bundle up and be out there talking to some. You know, that that might be cool. But then. Yeah, maybe if we did it like on a Saturday night, so you didn't have to uh, work the next day. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. So man, all right. Well, it's great, great talking to you. Yeah, it's great talking to you, man. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. All right. Bye. Good night. Well, that was it. Check out Trader Lamon on Instagram. He's my brother from another mother and uh, a great musician, great songwriter. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of insight, a lot of spiritual uh, insight, um, insight from being a social worker. And uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I haven't really talked to anybody in a long time who's. Uh, I don't know, that kind of emotionally open, if I could say. So yeah, it was a good time talking to Trader Limon. Thank you for joining me at the Rubrukin Podcast. Till next time, peace out.